Hello friends, I'm Doug Terrell. This is History and Comment for the 1st of November 2021, the 305th day of the year. All Saints Day in the Catholic tradition it is also the day of the Celtic celebration Samhain. The folklore of celebrations around this date are complex. Some were harvest celebrations and others entwined with ancestor worship, the dead, and darker concepts. In a pure Christian tradition, there really are not any holidays set down by the first century church. The Jews had several feasts each year, but those did not come over to the Christian tradition. We do not see remembrances of Christ's birth or the resurrection during that time. All of what we call holidays today were sanitizations of pagan festivals given a Christian theme by the Roman church. Certain names and traditions do come out of Christian lore. Nicholas was a real person who is said to have left gifts. But Nicholas's reality became mixed with lore from non-Christian sources, so has the details of late autumn celebration. The difference is this season has little, if any, Christian influence. 1512, the Sistine Chapel is open to the public. This allowed more folks to see Michelangelo's paintings on the ceiling. In the mid-16th century, South America is seeing a similar chess match to what was occurring on coastal North America. European nations are trying to gain a foothold and superiority over their rivals. South America has a slightly different mix. The English largely ignored the continent, and Portugal ignored North America. In 1555, French Huguenots established a colony near present-day Rio de Janeiro. The name is Portuguese, as they had arrived half a century earlier. 1688, William of Orange, another one of the European royals who wants and claims the thrones of England, Ireland, and Scotland, is mixed up with James II. Of course, William is more Dutch than anything. There are a couple of points that might be worth noting. The orange portion of the Irish flag relates back to William, and the term hillbillies may have originated as a name for some of his followers. President John Adams moves into the not-quite-finished Executive Mansion in 1800. This is the first time the President's residence has been in Washington, D.C. The Weather Bureau, the forerunner of the National Weather Service, makes its first official forecast in 1870. At the time, it was part of the military. Weather data collection has gone back a century earlier. Jefferson had purchased a thermometer while in Philadelphia for the signing of the Declaration of Independence. He noted the high temperature that day was 76 degrees. A few weeks later, he purchases a barometer, which was a rare instrument at the time. George Washington also had a habit of recording weather details in his diary. Actress Betsy Palmer is born in 1926. She played Pamela Voorhees in the Friday the 13th series. Country music living legend Bill Anderson is 84 today. Anderson has had a reasonable career as a singer and a longtime member of the Grand Ole Opry. His greatest contribution may be his songwriting. Our next birthday boy is also known as a singer, but more of a one-hit wonder. Barry Sadler is born in 1940. Known for the 1966 number one, Ballad of the Green Berets, Sadler served almost 10 years in the military in both the Air Force and Army. He was a radar technician in the Air Force and a combat medic in the Army. While on tour in Vietnam, he was wounded and eventually discharged. 
The Mackinac Bridge opens between the two peninsulas of Michigan in 1957. At the time, it is the longest suspension bridge when measured between anchorages. That is mostly a superlative detail. The Golden Gate Bridge has a longer center span. But every dog wants its head padded. The current CEO of Apple Computer, Tim Cook, is 61. Cook has more of a classic executive background than that of earlier Apple leaders. Honda Motors opens its Marysville, Ohio assembly plant in 1982. They are the first Asian car company to do so. Nearly 40 years later, Detroit is still wondering what happened, as are the United Auto Workers. Maybe one of the deadliest flaws to any organization is a fixed pension plan. Even the grossly generous federal government made a major move to get away from that albatross in 1984. Unfunded pension debts will be the demise of California, Illinois, and maybe a few other states. That's History and Comment for the first day of November. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go and do something worth remembering.